Get your candidate briefing for IELTS speaking for the high score you seek. Hello, I'm Professor Wynn, a CELTA certified English instructor for more than 12 years now, helping candidates just like you to maximize your score on the TOEFL, TOEIC, or IELTS exam. I'm the host of the English Language Test Preparation Radio that you're listening to right now and author of the EnglishLanguageTestPrep.com blog, the blog dedicated to strengthening both your English and test skills so you're ready for the big exam day. Are you ready for the challenge of the IELTS speaking exam? I work with students just like you every week who need a 7.0 on the speaking test minimum before they get their U.S. visa. You're going to learn three pieces of advice that I give my own students. For more IELTS tips, join the email blog for the exam you plan to sit. For IELTS academic, visit bit.ly slash IELTSACblogs. And for general IELTS, visit bit.ly slash IELTSGT. Before we start, take this pop quiz. Which sentence is not correct? A. In the Netherlands, this situation is quite different. B. In Netherlands, this situation is quite different. Stay tuned for the answer at the end of the episode. The IELTS speaking test causes many candidates to have sleepless nights. Stop! I often work with students who have to take the exam at least three times before they finally reach their target score. If only they would have reached out sooner to an IELTS teacher. I don't want you to be in that situation. I've got three tips that I give my own students. Well, you're listening to my podcast, so welcome to my classroom. These three pieces of advice, if practiced, offer you a clear path to your target score. If you're preparing for the IELTS academic or general exam, and you need results, why not reserve IELTS time with me, Professor Wynn, at EnglishLanguageTestPrep.com slash consultation. Let's start our review of these three tips to help you maximize your score on the IELTS speaking exam. Tip number one. Use discourse markers, signposting, to point out your answers to the IELTS graders. Discourse markers are like, however, therefore, as a consequence, thus, or in addition. If you drive along the road, you'll notice a stop sign or a sign that says children at play or even how fast you can drive. These are signposts, and these signposts act as discourse markers in your IELTS speaking. And this is something that the IELTS graders are looking for. 
So you want to use them, and here I'm going to show you how to do that. Too many times when I work with students, they are so nervous that they don't take time to let me even hear or understand what they're saying in the IELTS speaking. This is especially true in part two of the test. I always say it's like standing on a beach and a, and a tidal wave rushes over your head. You drown, right? Well, you don't want to drown the IELTS greater. Instead, slow down and use discourse markers, signposting, to make your answers clear and comprehensible. For example, listen to these two answers. Which one is better, A or B? Question. Should children learn a foreign language and why? A. Youngsters should learn a foreign language. They are smarter. They get better jobs in life. They also earn more money. B. Youngsters should learn a foreign language for two reasons. First, they are smarter. Second, they get better jobs in life. As a result, they also earn more money. So, which one is better, A or B? B, right? Let's break down that answer. Youngsters should learn a foreign language for two reasons. To answer a why question, remember, on the IELTS, always give two reasons. Let's continue. First, they are smarter. There you go. There's your first discourse marker or signpost. First. Now the IELTS grader knows you're starting to give your two answers. Second, they get better jobs in life. There you go again. Your second discourse marker or signpost. Second, now the IRS grader knows about the second reason. As a result, they also earn more money. That's the third discourse marker or signpost, as a result. Discourse markers help the IELTS grader to follow your answer. They also allow you to structure your answer better, which also helps the IELTS grader to understand what you're saying. The last discourse marker, as a result, connects your ideas and shows a relationship between your two previous points. And that's an added bonus of using discourse markers. You always want to show the relationship between your ideas by using connectors on the IELTS exam. Now you're ready to boost your IELTS speaking score. Congratulations! Let's find out other ways. Are you ready? Number two, give details. As I tell my students, details, details, details. Remember, you need to show IELTS graders precision and accuracy using English. Don't be vague. Don't leave out names, numbers, colors, sizes. Make your answer come alive. Give details. Now, recall in part one of the IELTS speaking test, you want to limit your answers to two sentences maximum. So, to keep your answers short and sweet, you need to give good details.
For example, in part one, one of the most popular questions you'll probably answer, what do you do? Now, that question begs you to give rich details. Listen to these two sample answers. Which is better? A. I've worked as a staff nurse for the past five years at Bangkok General Hospital, which is located in the city center. Or B. I work as a nurse in Bangkok. Now, which is the best answer? A or B? A, right? Let's break down the answer. I've worked as a staff nurse, a specific type of nurse, for the past five years at Bangkok General Hospital. Now you've told us the length of time and the exact name of the hospital where you work, which is located in the city center. Aha! A relative clause that tells me the exact location of the hospital. Congratulations! Not only can you now give a specific answer, but also a full and complete answer. Plus, you use a complex grammar structure, that relative clause, which is something else the IELTS graders are looking for. This is the exact type of answer you need on the test. So far, you've learned two of my favorite tips to help boost your IELTS speaking score for the target score that you seek and deserve. Before we move to the final tip, do you need even more IELTS tips? You know, I write a newsletter on LinkedIn, and you can visit it and subscribe to it at bit.ly slash l-i-e-n-g news. Tip number three, always paraphrase. Wow. This tip is good for both speaking and writing tests. Above all, don't copy the vocabulary word for word from the speaking or writing prompts. You must use your own words to show IELTS graders that you have a large vocabulary. There will be moments on all four parts of the exam where you need strong word power to help you answer the question. For IELTS speaking, never use the keywords they give you. Always use your own terms. For example, let's go back to part two. Describe a situation when you had to give advice to a friend. What are the keywords? Advice and friend. Now, one of the favorite ways students like to paraphrase is to find a synonym. That works sometimes. Maybe most of the time, but not all the time. Like for advice, what's a good synonym? Recommendation? Well, maybe. But try to be more imaginative. Do you give friends recommendations? You give recommendations for like hotels and restaurants, but to a friend? Be more personal you probably need another term. Remember, you need to use collocations, idioms, and phrasal verbs on the exam as well. Can you think of an expression that could replace 
advice? Maybe words of wisdom? Not only is this a good paraphrase, it's also an idiomatic expression. So you will boost your vocabulary big time. And by the way, for friend, make sure you give your friend's name. Because another way to paraphrase is to define a term. So get specific. Don't be afraid to use your friend's name. Or remember, you can ad lib on the test and you can give the friend any name. No, it doesn't matter. No one's going to check and no one knows the difference. So you can either use your friend's real name or a name that you make up. Above all, get specific and don't forget the name of your friend. Now, that's your third tip. Paraphrase. Now let's answer the pop quiz. Do you know the answer already? Here's the question again. Which sentence is not correct? A. In the Netherlands, this situation is quite different. Or B. In Netherlands, this situation is quite different. Well, B is not correct. Remember, certain countries like the Netherlands, the USA, and the Philippines require the before them. Thus, B is incorrect because it leaves out the the. (laughs) Did you get it correct? Leave me a message on my Facebook page and let me know at facebook.com slash English test prep. And you can also get some more tips there as well. Now to recap. Well, there you have your three tips to help you score higher on the IELTS speaking test. Number one, use discourse markers signposting. Number two, give details. Number three, paraphrase. Thanks for being with me today to get better prepared for the IELTS speaking test. I understand you may not have a lot of time to study. That's why I did this particular podcast episode to help you. Please visit bit.ly slash ELTPR021 to get the transcript for this podcast episode and for all the links that have been mentioned in this presentation. Please tell your friends about this podcast. And if you like this show, give it a thumbs up wherever you listen. I really would appreciate it. And tell your friends so they can help boost their IELTS score as well. I'm Professor Wynn. Good luck on the IELTS exam.